just thematic or do we uh, make up mechanics for what an old person is? Oh, I think we totally try and build in some uh, Deadlands-style hindrances based on age and, and things like that. Maybe they don't get around. Maybe they don't get around quite so well. Maybe they have eyesight issues or hearing issues. I can see it having a direct impact. I've started rolling as well. We're, this is recording, <laughs> um, but okay. uh, having it have a direct impact on like perception or investigation. So, uh, advanced age. I would see uh, dexterity. Strength, get some minuses. So we make like a, a 14th level fighter. Now he advances age. So and so every four, four levels, he gets a ability boost. But every 10 years, he gets an ability reduction. Or every 20 years, he gets ability reduction. So he loses two off his strength and one off his dex or con, your choice. Uh, but he also gains maybe one wisdom or one charisma, your choice, or one intelligence kind of thing, you know, kind of depending on how, how you want your character to be, you know. So would, it would immediately make martial characters diff more difficult to play. It might give some of those uh, um, more arcane or cerebral characters an advantage but we can we can also impose other other difficulties as far as like uh you know maybe they 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 can't remember all their spells all the time so they have to uh, when they want to cast a spell they have to roll percentile and depending on their age they have to get under a certain number you know or, you know, I have to be roll under 86% or something or, you know, 80% or the spell just isn't there for them. You know, it's just like, don't, don't remember it. That sounds like fun to me. Uh, it does. I mean, I mean, I already played this character once. Or twice. Well, I mean, or or what about the warlock who's who's got voices in his head for you know 150 years? What's that yeah. guy look like? He's how, he's how uh, fucking Stark exactly Raider that point, asshole. <laughs> at one point, he actually poked his own eardrums out, so now he's hard of hearing because <laughs> he thought maybe it would shut the voices up. Yeah, I love torturing that stupid monk. Or that stupid dwarf. But I, I, I can I see a variety of ways this goes. I mean these these could be these these could be heroes of the of the kingdom that are Yeah. And that are, uh, that maybe are... in Go ahead. Okay. So this is a thought that I had. It's kind of out there. Uh but perhaps they're they're heroes of the kingdom. Uh and they they only get called out on truly um we'll call them special occasions but like when the situation is most dire this is this is like the kingdom's a team or at least it was you know 100 years ago um 
and my thought was perhaps the <clears throat> perhaps the kingdom keeps them sort of uh, like cryogenically preserved, like the eight <laughs> like. No, Christ. like, like the A team, like the A team got old, and they're like, no, we need to keep, <laughs> but like, we need to keep them in case something happens in the future, and so they just get thawed out every once in a while, like the Winter Soldier, to go go solve some problem, and then they just go back to they go back to sleep for, for however long it takes until they're needed again. That would be another way to go. Kind of. They are the heroes. They are the the ones everyone told stories about. But now they're they pretty much just hang around court all day, telling stories. Yeah. You know, kind of like you know that scene in uh, Age of Ultron where War War Machine is trying to tell the story about carrying a tank and dropping it, boom, and everybody's like, "That's it." You know, that's how the kids yeah. treating now. The, the 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 young adventurers, the the hip ones now, the 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 ones who are you know all the kids mentioned when they're trying to play hero in the alleys or what, they they don't even give these guys any credit anymore. Well, they're gonna show them this new threat that comes up. They're not even uh, gonna tell it to the king. They're not even going to uh, uh, let them know that it was a problem they're just going to go off and solve it themselves and everyone will see that they still got it and sounds, how fucking wrong does that go sounds like a hilarious time to me rather than being like superheroes they they are they think they're superheroes oh shit what did we get into they might have oh, been that's super, not they might have been superheroes Ray, back in the day race character themselves <laughs> Sounds like a damn good time to me. So do we wipe this as an adventure or uh, do we? Uh, mm, is I'd this say, something we're going to play? I could easily make this a module. We could, but I think the better way to try and do this, let's try and flesh out some some rules that we agree on for how an old character would act pick one of us that's going to dm it and have them work under the uh framework that you know either these are guys out for one last ride you know the last hurrah before you know uh retiring or you know they're the guys from court or you know everybody's been picking on them because they got old and fat and now they're just out to try and you know prove that this is that they can still do this like and let let the dm that we pick to do this kind of run with it that way so that way it's just as much as a surprise for those of us who play it as it will be our kids when they play it personal thought as i'm reflowing these back into the page to make up for the fact that i paste, pasted one twice uh-huh i think the christmas strip and the black lives matter strip i think those will go in the end of the book as yeah. special editions 
not like Kickstarter pushing, but like these are like special tri- uh, strips that had special time originally yeah. posted on this date. This was our Black Lives Matter Just uh, tribute to Blackout, you know. Strips that exist outside the continuity. Yeah, because putting the Christmas strip right in the middle of where it will go looks weird. <laughs> okay. It's just like, why, why is that there? That doesn't make sense. It's fine. I think it works a little better. So, Chad, I, I like your idea. Did you have anything in mind above and beyond that initial thought? As far as what? Like rules or? Or just like, like I don't know. I think we just make the characters and we we kind of uh we go about the theme of uh they are you know weak or or old or you know some kind of lacking you can pick maybe uh you can take this many um sorry old man sneeze um, be it uh, ability degradations or something, you know, like uh, uh, not to strength their decks, or you could uh, take one of these weird things like uh, incontinent or something, <laughs> some kind of shit like that. That's beyond you know I mean? weird. Yeah. Oh well. I mean, I, I get the idea behind incontinent, but it also needs to be something that is easily role-played. Oh, I can roll incontinent. I, I mean, I, I can as well. Yeah, we can. <laughs> Kids, not right, so much. Okay. Right. A 12-year-old <laughs> might struggle with that. Gen- general audience? Okay. Yeah. I mean, what what was my uh, character that we were playing with your friends? What was his uh, hang-up? I don't remember. He I remember picked. I shout all the time. Yeah. I don't know. You, you made that character, not me. I don't remember the game, the session very much. I was having too much of a good time. I just remember shouting and just being distracting. You were being right. I had, I had I had Tourette's or some shit, right? Yeah, I mean it was something. I don't know. Yeah, but you know, yeah, we, we you. What what would define an old character? Well, I mean, part of that is having some defined. some legendary equipment or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, take I, so many so many hindrances to gain that that quote unquote Excalibur that you know is from lore that your character had. Yeah, I mean, there's or that. that there's a book of ancient magic that you wrote yourself, kind of shit. Um, I mean. That kind of gives an end to a story hook as well. Uh, I mean, so 
you're you're these old, wise, amazing warriors steeped in the history of your kingdom. I mean, you are literally, you know, uh, for lack of a better way to put it, you're you're fucking gods. You know, you you yeah, are the you're Avengers. the Avengers. Last yeah, year. you are. Yeah, you know, you you are what everybody knows as the heroes of the kingdom, and you also are the ones that have all the toys because of all the adventures and all the shit that you've done. Maybe uh, someone decides that you're too old now and you don't need those toys and they've come to liberate the toys from your possession. Like the king has said, hey, you know, rather than that, that uh, mighty battle axe sitting on the shelf collecting dust, uh, my son is now the mm-hmm. champion of this lands. He requires it. And you're like, bullshit. So the yeah. first part of the adventure would be the heist, the sneaking in to get his shit back. Yeah. And, you know, then the the escape. No, he needs it because he's got to go on this big mission. Right. So, okay, fine. We give it over reluctantly. Bullshit. And uh, then the um, the first part of the adventure is get the stuff back, get out of the castle, and then get on to that mission that the boy was supposed to go on. But we're going to go do it and prove that this is our shit for a reason. We've still right. got it. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, okay, so... I know a lot of the the stuff in 5e right now is trying to get away from like race specific stuff. And and I agree with a lot of that. But I think that there are parts of this where we're dealing with, you know, the advanced age. Uh I I feel like an old elf ranger or maybe it's more class specific stuff. I'm like thinking because of age, uh, humans only. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> uh, go on, go on. I, that's what I was thinking. You know, share your thought. Don't, don't. Um, like an an old elf ranger or an old ranger per se. Like, yeah, maybe, maybe based on the class that you're playing, like we we cap what certain stats can be. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like, you know, so an old elf ranger, you know, maybe they're level 14 or 16 or whatever the fuck we make them. Uh, but they have a max, like, 16 decks. But they have, like, no strength. Like, they have a, they have a 10 or a 9 or something like that in strength. Um, okay. Say an old paladin, uh, you know, an old paladin loses that that martial fortitude. Yeah, gain, yeah, that, like that, that grinds that uh, spiritual connection to the nth degree. You know, he is now right. Not not only does he uh, 
feel the presence of God, he can hear him saying, are you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so maybe, maybe the old paladin strength is, is capped at, you know, 16. Uh, but his charisma, well, that, you know, that could be. Oh, yeah. Group. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but, everybody loves old guys and their stories. I mean, I, I, yeah. I gotta think that, uh, and the way we balance it for the the spell casting is kind of the way you were talking about where we you know uh maybe they have to roll on a table or you know just you know roll a percentile to make sure that they remember how to cast or remember the incantation properly uh so that you know they don't fuck it up and maybe maybe the wizard uh, remembers enough of the spell so that he gets the spell off, but he fucked up along the way and uh, ended up casting a not great cantrip at the same time. Not something like, you know, that's going to kill a fellow player. Instead but... of Ray of Enfeeblement, he casts uh, uh, Color Spray. Well, I was thinking more like... Uh, Maybe he's able to cast Ray of Enfeeblement on on the bad guy, uh, but he also fucked up and cast uh, Light uh, on his buddy's head. Okay. Like we could he, come up with our own uh, custom backlash table. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we could easily base that on. Uh, like the, the wild uh, magic table or, or exactly the wild magic table or the wand of wonder okay wand of wonder has that random effect in some of those like it grows a 10 cubic yards of grass you know okay i i wouldn't want it to penalize them too much i mean they these no, are, no, no, these, no, are still, these are still the heroes that's why yeah. i was saying like light on his buddy's head like it's not it's not the end of the world. Mm -hmm. Well, instead of casting Ray of Enfeeblement, he casts Message at the 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 uh, um, dragon, and instead of being hit by a Ray of Enfeeblement, the dragon is uh, hears him going. Well, this usually usually there's like a ray or something comes out and hits him, and he should be like slumping, like he's tired now. Weird, didn't work out. And then the dragon responds to his his message, and he's like, "Oh shit!" My only problem with that is that could get really punitive really quick. Well, I I, I think that's gonna be part of the fun is working past these. Oh shit! You know, yeah, but like, okay, a, so it's kind of like many have modifiers. You know, everyone loves them. Yeah, but like, <laughs> if you try using your example you try and cast ray of enfeeblement and fuck up and cast message uh the ray of enfeeblement doesn't go off and then you fucking die yeah that's not fun no that but would be fun for our group <clears throat> not granted um maybe it's a spell in his in the, the quote-unquote wizard's rep, uh, capabilities. <clears throat> or maybe he tries to cast Ray of Enfeeblement and it's a fucking fireball instead. 
I mean, I guess that could work. You know, it's it's just boom. You know, whatever happens. Uh, but I see that as a as a two role system. A okay. he's going to cast this spell. I roll my percentile. I get uh, a fifty six. Double. Next time I try to cast the spell, I roll and I get a 96. Okay, yeah, something bad's going to happen. Now I roll a d20 or maybe another percentile to see what happens and another spell casts. That spell just doesn't go off. Uh, you know, all these choices. You know, it isn't always just, you know, you're fucked. Sometimes it's like, oh, uh, the spell is upcast one spell slot, and you, you, you know, instead of casting a, a, a cantrip, you cast a first level spell. Instead okay. of casting, uh, casting friends at first level, you cast it at fifth. Oh, shit, I just wasted a fifth level spell on a spell that has no upcast, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, it's punitive, but it's not going to ruin your game. Yeah, but if you've got enough of those, yeah, like if all but of, I want to, I mean, if all of them a fifteen percent chance to a fifteen percent chance to fail. You know, okay, I just rolled three times and I got one ninety four, five, six, seven, eight. Ten. I rolled ten times and I got one thing over eighty-five. And that's just to see if something bad happens, because now I got to roll. Okay, that one time I roll, I got a fourteen. What's 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 a fourteen? Oh, fourteen says, you know, uh, my target gets hit with a spell, but it also now glows bright green. You know. Okay. Whatever, or I glow bright green. You're fighting in the middle of the day. Who cares? It's just some wicked flavor that happens. I don't know. I, it doesn't have to happen that way. I just think I like spellcasters, and I just like the idea of the magic going going crazy, or maybe it's just moving so fast that I can't in my advanced age, keep a hold of it anymore. Oh, I'm with you like, on what's, that. What's the, what's the wild magic table? Uh, Isn't that as written only supposed to trigger on criticals? No. Uh, um, uh, when does wild magic... Uh, believe it's whenever the dm feels like imposing a wild magic role well that's yeah that's how we did it but i thought that it was as starting written starting when you choose this origin at first level your spell casting can unleash surges of untamed magic immediately after casting a cast a sorcerer spell of first level or higher the dm can have you roll a d20 if you roll a one on the wild magic score table to create the random effect. So that's a five percent. Every time you yes, but it's only when the DM feels like so. Maybe the DM when you're sneaking up on that dragon and this is the 
live or die part of the game, he doesn't impose mm-hmm. that. So it's but when you're going and trying to steal the the big battle axe from the from the king's nephew and you're casting silence. Yeah, roll me that roll me that uh D twenty. Ooh, you got a one. Okay, okay. let's see. Oh I you are frightened I by the nearest creature until the end of your next turn. Yeah. I see a way to make make this work somewhere in the middle between you and I's ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, borrowing from Deadlands, uh, Harrowed had to do specific things uh, at the beginning of sessions uh, to establish Dominion between them and the Manitou in their brain. Start of each day kind of thing? I was going to say even more so than just like the start of each day. Like um, maybe after like short, maybe after any rest, short or long, uh, you roll a die just to kind of see what kind of uh, uh, headspace you're in, so to speak. What if your character has narcolepsy and all those nap times count as rest? That'd be pretty fucking hilarious. I, I, I'm, I'm on board. Um, they would. But I, I, think the, I think the wild magic uh, uh, spell here could work because, I mean, if you roll a 85 or 86, you cast mirror image. Right. If you roll 87 or 88, you cast fly on a random creature within 60 feet of you. Yeah, right. You cast levitate on yourself. Some of these are like, okay, I'm not levitating. Right. Uh, 37, 38, 1d6 uh, flumps controlled by the DM up here. You know, some little creatures. Right. You gain 2d10 hit points. (laughs) On the other hand, you can turn yourself into a potted plant. Yes, you can. Which one is that? I forget. Uh, I think it was around forty. If oh. my memory, yeah, it's is... it's right in the middle. It's somewhere in the middle. You turn your yeah forty one forty two. You turn into a potted plant until start of your next turn. That's not yeah. that bad. Um, I think this one's worse. Thirteen would, or fourteen. You I cast confusion centered on yourself. Yeah, I I think uh, Shojin's. Uh, traveling parties may have disagreed about the potted plant. I would absolutely disagree about the uh, the potted well, plant I mean, thing I, because when he turned I mean, into a potted plant in the brothel, that was a problem. Until the start of your next turn is, you know, manageable. A long there. time. Yeah, depends on the party member. I'm thinking four or five guys. How many of your people are in a strip? Five. Something like that. Okay, so how about we work it? We we say uh, <clears throat> instead we'll we'll use the wild. I'm not too keen on playing the wheelchair character. <laughs> I mean, if I'm not DMing, I would play the wheelchair well, character. I, 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 I would. As I, well. I, I saw this as a chance to get that uh, to try to basically jump on the coattails of that debate. Yeah. <laughs> By including that character. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, I look at it this way. Uh, I think it, at least for our, our little homebrew first session, because I like this idea so much that I think that this would be a really fun uh, thing that you could introduce as like a DMG compatible uh, module or not mm -hmm. module, but like rule set that we can put on the, on the DMG. Uh, we don't have to charge anything, but you know, people could download it. It gets our name out there as writers. Uh, and no one else is doing this. Right. So I think at least, at least yeah, I think at least for like play test purposes, we stick it with, uh, Due to your advanced age, uh, your control of magic has become erratic. And uh, this is whatever race you are. If you're an elf, right. your advanced age is 800 years. If you're a human, right. your advanced age is 80. You know, right. It, it's not this. It's not relative. It's it's your character. So you can play whatever right. race you want. That character is old. Right. And we just set it up so that. You know, for for the playtest, um, you are considered to have uh, wild magic or whatever. Uh, we'll just include, you know, we'll just make it so that it's the wild magic table for for now, and we'll see how it works. And if it's too punitive or not punitive enough or whatever, we can we can adjust and build our own table later. But I think at least as like for lack of a better term, proof of concept, we just, we just go with the wild magic table. That'll work. Yeah, until we come up with something big or we dream up some, or we see need for something more. Yeah. Um, I think if we do things like, uh, I don't know about the capping stats thing, like, on one hand, I think it's a good idea because it, it'll force people to kind of play as that advanced age. Uh, we um, could we could say that you start. Um, well, here here here's the thing. We could just take the normal races orc <clears throat> plus one plus two to strength plus one to constitution, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, an advanced age orc has uh, half orc has uh, plus one to strength, plus one to constitution, but uh, they get a uh, negative whatever to dex. That's the advanced yeah, age. Yeah. And because. Uh, go ahead. I was going to say that would work out because, you know, they're they're getting older. Their joints are not going to, uh, you know, they're not going to work as well. Yeah, so we, we basically adjust the racial stuff for, for an orc. Now, granted, this is 5th edition, non-whatever that uh, Tasha's book is. Um, yeah. You know, their dark vision is still good, but all all the races, you know, their eyesight isn't all that great, but uh, we we maybe take a, 
just let them have all the other stuff because they got to be playable. But every yeah. character, every character in 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 this adventure works with those base pre-rolled stats that come in the front of the book. Okay. 15, 14, 13, 12, 10, and 8. So that's your base. That's where you're starting. And you do your negatives and stuff from that. So you got an 8 you got to work with. So if you put that on intelligence and you're going to do your negative 1 to that or whatever, you're taking a hit. Yeah. Or you put that in your strength because you're old and, you know, I'm not going to be that strong anyways. But my work gets plus one, so now it's a nine, and I don't have a negative. Right. Or has a plus two, and I don't have a negative. You know, I, I, I think I think basically it isn't about making the min-max character. It's about role-playing. That's what this supplement would be about. This is the role-playing right. part of it. You know, we you you got you've played D and D's. You played hours. You're a veteran. Now play that veteran. Yeah. How would it be to be uh, that grizzled old warrior that basically the rest of the the king's men want to just sit on the shelf and 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 forget about because you know he's too old. Prove, prove you still got your mustard. Prove, prove you can still get it done. I don't know. I, that just sounds so what are fun the, to me. What are the pre-rolled stats again? Uh, they're on page 13, but they're uh, 15, 14, 13, 12, 10, and 8. Okay, so that's twenty. You can still get you can still get workable stats even with us switching some negatives, you know, or giving less of a bonus per races. Well, I was thinking. I agree. Um, there's going to be some people who just want to just want to put whatever stats they want. You can play there. Was, play the game in any way you want. I was trying to think if there was a way if you just make everybody start with. Tens, like how broken would a character be if they started with all tens? I've played that game before. Okay, uh, everybody starts with tens and you roll d4s for d4s. I was thinking, add those four numbers somewhere. Oh, no, I was just thinking you start with all tens and then. You get your ability score increases, and ta-da, you've got an old character. So I have a, a half-orc with 12 strength and 11 constitution. Yeah, and then the rest, if you yeah. are level 14 or whatever, um, you you're going to get ability stat increase. Yeah, yeah. And then that makes you an old character. Oh, if we do this like we have done the the modules that we have done already. We can mm-hmm. just roll up the characters. That was where I was going. And then, I, I 
as soon as you started talking, I'm like, I know where he's going. I know it. Because then I it just... is, then it avoids a lot of this conversation. Then it becomes a much more specific and and honestly planning the the entirety of the of the adventure becomes a, a little bit easier. Well, it's more I guess, wheelhouse then. I guess my my hope was that instead of being like a self-contained module, this was more of a additional rule set that you could we can include all this stuff we've been talking about. Yeah. In the in the back or in the rules part of it. You know, where we list the where we have the wild magic table or whatever um where we're going to use to govern misfires. Well, yeah. and, we can, and we can incorporate whatever whatever methodology we decide upon for Everybody. for the characters themselves. Sup, son? Welcome back. How's it going? Well, we are oh. delving headlong into the uh, retirement village that like is Bucky Dragon. No, it, it's, it's really not. It's just uh, a lot of ideas being thrown around. Um. And when we yeah, throw, I, I, when we throw ideas around like this, sometimes it does sound like an argument. Yeah, because we're all trying to get a get our idea out before it's gone. Um, yeah, I I think too much. We write the story based on these characters we had. We we will dream up. We give them their whole pre written but we also create the option to hey, do you like this? Do you want to continue this? Do you want to maybe make your own, make your grandpa into your D&T character? You know, here's the rules how to do that. Okay. Making making characters of advanced age. Heroes of legend, we could call them. You know, to be respectful. And, 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 and I think Jeff said inclusive yet fun. Yeah, yeah. It was it was so, like there was a lighthearted fun, but at the same time inclusive. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason. I mean, I'm not doing this to make fun of old people. I'm not doing this to uh, to add voice to the people bitching about the wheelchair options or whatever. I'm doing this because I'm inspired to do this. Right. Part of that was, you know, the, the debate over the wheelchair stuff. Part of it is, you know, the fact that I, I read this comic strip. And it, that's what popped in my head this week. So are you trying, you want to, you have like certain ideas you want to do when you DM it or what? Oh, brother, you are, you are 40 minutes into a conversation. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we, this is a, we were talking about doing an adventure play testing it whoever whoever runs it to play test it be it me jeff chad you whoever um and uh then maybe putting the kids through it to see how they handle it and right. then maybe no, then the, putting the it out there was mostly like did you have specific dm ideas because technically when i read my campaign last year we had their little bar retirement home we could just pick some characters out of that and i could dm it if you because it seems like you would be better role-playing it than oh this yeah this is something i would love to role-play 
But you yeah, know. I I I actually made made that point. I've played this retired character a couple times already. <laughs> or right. at least so one of like, them. If you continued to play him, I could try and DM it. Um if we got enough of the information down that we wanted to hit is major points because I think, oh, I think we had retired right into my into my setting last year. Yeah. I think we, we have an idea for the adventure. It would just be a matter of uh would we be able to give it a, a fair shake knowing what the adventure was. It would definitely come down to how the kids reacted, how the kids uh Here's, here's the thing, though, as far as giving it a fair shake, we knew what uh, last year's Con on the Cob adventure was because we made it and we recorded multiple podcasts about making it. And those were, those were out in the wild well before we played it. And we still played it. And even knowing it, we still had a blast. Right. Well, I don't think we are ever at that risk. I think when we sit around a table and mold dice, we're we're general generally in for a good time, just because that's how we play. Because when we when we sat down to play, it was just like I, none of what we had done. Like, yeah, I remembered things. Mattered. I remembered <laughs> mattered at all. <laughs> well, I remembered I remembered parts of of our creation, not word for word, not for, not you know like this needs to happen before this happens and this is coming up like i knew that there were a like i knew a variety of the things that were going to occur overall in the adventure but once we sat down and started playing um i was too invested in my own character's journey through the adventure that the rest of it didn't matter and pop up wouldn't let go of the fucking golden uh, corner of the cop well i mean there is that yeah, bastard. I think the yeah. local utter, utterly assistance group should be called indentured servitude. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, you're 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 a monster, D. Fucking like I monster. just thought about that. And I'm like, why is that not yet a uh, <laughs> like an actual thing in the real world? There's so many like elderly care places. Somebody yeah. come up with indentured servitude. We are, uh, I think the links to quasi slavery is probably the deterrent, yeah. But he's he's saying, in well, I actually, oh, oh I, I, I get it. I, I, I've, I've realized as I started to say, you okay. understood what he was. All right, so we're gonna keep to that fair, one, as, we're gonna keep that one as like a, as. We're going to keep that as an option, though. That's not off the table. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, because no, have, I think it's fucking hilarious. We don't have anything better at this point. So that's currently the front runner. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I think it's a hilarious name. Um, I'm just not sure that everybody else is going to find it hilarious. Some people get touchy, yeah. But no, I think this is a winning idea. I think uh, I personally uh, would love to roll around in the world as a uh, as a blind old woman shaman with a CNI snake. You know, that's just fucking sounds fun as hell. But even if she isn't blind, she's just like really nearsighted or something. <laughs> you know, that just sounds hilarious. 
fuck with the audience and we'll just role play an hour's worth of Golden Corral. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> that would be the, the first hour, not the necessary Corral. <laughs> so if we call it by its given name, the Troth. That's what wow. That's what I have always called Golden Corral. The Troth. It's a Every time I think right. I might want to go there, it's just like, nope, I see the people going in there and I don't want to sit near any of those people. And no, especially now, but you know, even before. Yeah. It's just. Yeah, the one time we went even, in there. Even if it's a fine idea, it's just full of terrible, terrible people. And we, we sat in this. If they had those little sectioned off rooms, right? Sectioned off area. We used to go there for lunch. And there was like six of us. We went. We sat in one of those little rooms, and then this group of Amish guys came in, and they wanted to sit there. And the waitress said, well, we have a party in there. And they're like, okay. They came and stood behind us at our table, just fucking stood there until we we fucking left. Until we got up and moved to a different table so they could have that table. Like, you don't understand, fuckers. I hate you guys. I think you're the worst. And, yeah, that didn't help their case. But, uh, no, I hate the troth. Anyways, back to the old people. with the Amish. Oh, no, the Amish. Yeah, I do. I hate the troth oh, as well. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Everything about that um, situation was not but, uh, but I can envision some of these characters much as I suspect you guys can. Uh, and so, I, I mean, the, the act of custom creating these geezers uh, I think will be a really good time. Yeah, I mean, we, we can have pre-rolled characters, you know, four or five of them, you know, recommend not or make your own here's the templates here's here's the racial stats for elderly elf elderly half elf elderly human halfling dwarf you know all the all the i think the base characters let them you know and then expand upon this for whatever races you feel you want to play um We have to detail that uh, that weapon that they're they're going after, because somebody's getting that. Uh, the 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 idea for the I had for the hook, Dellen, was the the characters are like the the last or maybe the last couple generations. Uh, Freaking heroes of the lands, you know. We were, we were, we were the, we were the men, and women that, that did it all for the country. We're the greatest. Well, we're, we're the greatest generation. There you go. But like. we're, we're since uh, been put on a shelf, and the king comes to us, comes to maybe the the, the leader of the group, uh, or the, the big warrior who's you know not big or huge any or strong anymore. And says, "Hey, that that great axe that you've uh, 
you've carved out a legend with. Um, I need you to pass that on to my nephew. He there's a big job needing done, and he needs he needs all the help he can get. I uh, want you to go and give that to him. And you're like, what the fuck? My axe, my fucking plus two axe of giant castration, you know, whatever it's called. Um, and you know, being your king, you're like, okay, whatever, you give it over. But then they role play a little scene where him and all his buddies are sitting around and bitching about the king, how rude. Uh, you know what? If I had half a mind, I'd go out and just do it myself, show them what's what, and then the whole group gets the idea of, yeah, let's fucking do that. So the first part of the adventure is they have to sneak in and get that axe back. And then the second half, you know, post that little encounter is the adventure out to the wilderness through whatever they meet to get to that mission that that kid was supposed to finish. And you go off and you try to do it and return victorious. But that's as far as I got. No, I really like that. Just kind of belittled and, and, and forgotten, but you know, no, they, they think they still got it in them. Well, it, it, and you say that's all you've got, but it, it doesn't have to be a complex hook. I mean, it, it can be like cliches become cliches for a reason mm-hmm. uh, because they work. So it doesn't have to be some wildly new and inventive idea. I mean, the weapon I think should be a, a new foolish media creation, but uh, the, the hook doesn't have to be. The hook could be, you know, oh, I've seen this before. I'm familiar with this. They're discounting these mm-hmm. people. Like it, yeah. There's no reason that the hook has to be 100% original, uh, or the the adventure can be. It doesn't necessarily have to be uh, at its appearance 100% original, um, it, because it's the nuances within that and the group dynamic. And uh, I mean, obviously, we'll add our own flavor to whatever we end up doing. So even if we take the, you know the this has happened in a hundred other stories that i'm familiar with but you haven't seen it this way yeah maybe that nephew's uh the heir to the kingdom and his uh potential bride has been abducted how cliche is that and that's who he has to go off and rescue what i also like that you have the initial little like challenge to get the sword or the axe back so that when you're with whatever group you are, it's a nice little entry into how the group's going to work together. Oh, depending on your level of players, I could well, see... Well, it also has to, you know... At... Go ahead. Depending on depending on the player group, I could see them uh, trying to talk the king out of it up front, not knowing what's yeah. coming next. Uh, and it could... Like the, the bard or the rogue trying to play the face i could see that happening and that would be the perfect time for the uh for the dm to impose the old age penalties on like persuasion rolls or uh, or you know charisma checks yeah uh, he fumbles and spits his teeth out yeah i think some of them should get more charisma because they're more convincing to old people i i i had make that made that argument as well uh, uh 
it, it might need to uh, the battle axe, uh, the, the the great axe or whatever the, the hero has that gets taken, might have to change. Be it the uh, character players make their own characters because yeah. maybe they don't have a warrior or or anyone who's going to use that great axe. So instead of sneaking in to get the weapon, they have to sneak in to get the map or the 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 instructions or whatever the the mission details from the nephew's bedroom, you know, before they can basically run off on their mission. They don't know the details because they were excluded from the meeting. You know, they're old. They don't need to know it. So they have to get in there, get the map, get the, you know, where this is supposed to be going down, who they're after. So that makes, you know, whatever class, they, if they want to play a group of freaking sorcerers, they can play that. They don't need an axe for that group. I feel like there should be something fun, like you get to prepare two extra spells a day, but then odds are even, you forget one of them. Well, we, we, <laughs> we want to use, <laughs> we, we want to use the, uh, um, the sorcerer's wild magic table to see like the, like the DM can impose a roll a D20. And if they get a one, they have to roll on the wild magic. So, you know, all that shit can happen to them. If, uh, if their spell goes wrong. Like they might turn themselves into a potted plant. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Good. We're revisiting that. Um, <laughs> it was a hot button issue. It was when it happened. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm just playing the game we all agreed on. This is true. This is true. I'm not debating that part at all. You could have been a dragon ancestry sorcerer. I could have been. But I can I, I I don't know I can see uh, I can see some of these characters and I am delightfully intrigued. Yeah, yeah they they they, they I mean even if it, we just uh, rolled up the ones I have in that strip, I think it would be a nice variety. Yeah, I really. I mean, we could create. Granted, I created a few. I've created a class. In that uh, strip, I don't know if you noticed, but uh, a cat herding druid uh, yeah. is not a not a not a subclass. But uh, maybe for the seniors, we can create some just totally ball off the wall kind of variants on on a few subclasses, like you know the 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 warrior, you know, has the uh, some you know what it what is uh what's that movie secondhand lions you ever see that with uh robert duvall it's pretty good there's a whole there's a whole scene where uh these two old guys are in this uh bar and these young kids come in and start fucking around and the old guy tries to tell him you know you need to straighten up you need to show some respect and he goes what's you gonna do old man and uh he tries to slap him, and he slaps him around, spins him, sits him on his ass, and the kid stands up, pulls a knife, and then he takes the knife from him and shows him, you're, you're, you're doing it all wrong. You're coming here with a with a fist like this. You should have it 
out so you can just slide it in, you know, and shows him how to gives it back to him and the kid tries that and he takes it away from him again, you know. So maybe uh, the grizzled old warrior where what he lacks in strength, he gains in uh, cunning or something, you know, he there's some kind of uh, features kind of like a battle master type type features that these guys uh, gain some superiority dice or whatever even if they're not that. Or maybe they are. Because we're going to roll up these themed characters. Yeah. There is a feat that gives you superiority dice. There you go. There is. I can see this warrior with that big two-handed axe in his wheelchair with superiority dice and all that shit. That'd be... Funny. Put some lances on the wheelchair and just ram it real quick into people. Yeah. I didn't read any of the stuff on the wheelchair supplement, so I don't know how they work or what the trick of those were. It's it's I only, I only it's, knew of it because of Adline, so I hadn't read anything. It's uh it's not I, I've read it. I I have it downloaded somewhere. It's not overpowered in any way. No, not at all. I mean it it truly just provides a person who is in the wheelchair with the same level of mobility as someone who is not. It has... Okay. I mean, it, it there's has... There's some mounted combat <clears throat> rules. It, yeah, it has... Well, I it, imagine there's shit at stairs and ladders, though. Um, no. They're not. Uh, because the, the wheelchair has the ability to go upstairs. Okay. Because cool. people without the wheelchair can go upstairs, so it's it works. Um, okay. The okay, the wheelchair like an ADA compliant. <laughs> the wheelchair was not made by Hyperion. It can go upstairs. Yeah, it's they're uh, they're modeled more after uh, uh, the wheel. Like I I don't remember the sport, but the movie Murderball. Those guys yeah. in the wheelchairs with the slid, where it's got the wheels that are slanted in. It's like wheelchair rugby. Yes. Something. Yeah. Or wheelchair basketball, maybe. Yeah. Okay. I feel like it was more violent than that. So maybe, that's but why I it's rugby. like, but the like the bottom of the wheel is out farther than the top of the wheel, so they're at kind of, kind of an they, angle. They and, lower center, lower center of ground. <laughs> yes, there it's modeled. Thing. It's modeled more on that uh, as a design, uh, and then like it, it had some features that are like super cool, um, like like uh, being able to install. Uh, at a hefty gold cost, being able to upgrade it into being controllable with your mind, so you don't have to use your your hands to to move it around a battlefield. Oh wow! Oh, Professor X. Yes, but it was like like even that was not it was not presented in a way that made it any in any way kind of overpowered. It was just like oh, that's kind of a that's a neat way to take it. Is that something that we would have not have access to for our game? Uh, I mean, to to play our game, we have access to it. Now, if we were to put this out on the DMG, we would have to get express written permission 
and then credit the author to include his her her i'm sorry uh their work or i guess their i don't i don't know their i don't know their gender preferred pronoun yeah that was an assumption um, on my part i'd almost be uh willing to let that forego and we could put a uh, link to it like hey if you want to include this that there's this uh, even even if we were going to do that uh we would have to have their permission ahead of time to to point them to these rules yes well i i do think have, do you have to buy them no do you have to buy them She's really no. they, like they have released it for free. Honestly, um, I think we might be able to strike up a conversation with them beforehand by linking another property the company is doing. Uh, actually, I could talk about it here because this is never going to come out before that comic does. Uh, the comic, the strip, like mm -hmm. linking and linking and tagging that person. Oh might, yeah, might, Good, might yeah. Not, might not be the worst thing. Uh, and it maybe be, begins the beginnings of a dialogue. That person writes for a bunch of RPG companies. Like, um, well, the show only I thing I'm worried about is uh, I, I know I know Daryl makes light of it or questions its validity, validity, and yeah. uh, I think uh, in my last um, revision. Yeah, uh, Gop says, and good luck to him. Yeah. So, yeah, so uh, as long as we're not making light of it, I don't, I, I don't want it to come out as uh, I'm belittling their is. efforts for no, us. No, I don't. Include. I don't think so. Um, I, I don't, I don't think that 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 was when I saw that I was like, oh god, what's he gonna say about the fucking combat wheelchair? Uh, but then as I move through the strip, I'm like, oh no, it's, it's our usual kind of level of inclusiveness. It's Dave. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's on par with well, Dave. I think you can judge by Gop's other response. It can't hurt. It's fine. Maybe, uh, that he is not disparaging the wheelchair. Right. He's yeah. like, he's genuine and good luck to him. Like I, I just didn't have I didn't have enough room to say, and I wish him luck. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like Daryl is the one who clearly is questioning what all of these people could hope to accomplish, and Gop is like, no, they can do it. Yeah, and plus, there's the early bird special; they'll definitely get out of here. Yeah, Nicole especially appreciated the final joke of like that. That should get them. That'll that'll get them moving them, that'll keep yeah. them moving the brand muffin yeah she yeah. appreciated like the double entendre well yeah like yeah, the, the, little, hidden, the hidden subtext in that one as well yeah yeah that's why it was there so. but yeah i yeah tag them i i'd love to get their you know even their the thoughts i guess on it And you okay. know, Chad, Chad, that's that's all in in your corner, I guess. So. Yeah. But uh, you know, make sure they they know that this is in the utmost respect, and you know, just their their well, work I, their work kind of inspired the strip. So 
Not when I was for, asking if you wanted me to reach out to someone to make sure that the strip was, you know, um, where you wanted it to, it was landing where you wanted it to land. Yeah. I meant that I would try and reach out to them and see if I could oh, get sweet. a response from them. Yeah, that's the horse's mouth kind of thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Dave strip, I think I asked your daughter, didn't I? Yep, sure did. So. And I think, you know. Um, I mean, I, I, I'm the first to admit some of the things I find funny aren't necessarily funny to everyone. Right. So. Well, and I mean, that's a, that's a middle-aged white guy thing, like. Yeah, I, I, I have privilege, yeah. Well, we, yeah. We, we also grew up in an era where, uh, like, it was funny in the 80s in movies when someone would call another person fag. That was the thing that happened. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Because when I when I had the family watch uh, the first two Bill and Ted's, that happened, and I was like, oh, yeah, I remember now when we did our Bill and Ted watch through uh, that those are jokes that don't age well. Right. And those right. are like, but that's like it. It's like the, the couple of times that they call each other fags, like that was the problem. The, those were the problem jokes. But aside from that, it was just like, okay, the rest of this age is okay. Yes. Be because there were things that were considered acceptable in the 80s that are not now. Right. Just as, And I'm not going to lie. I, I would like to make sure that whatever we build for this uh ages more like the mummy and less like those kinds of jokes yeah i don't know if anyone has seen the semi-viral post going on or going around right now about the mummy the yeah. mummy the yeah. brendan fraser yes the brendan fraser and rachel weiss the mummy Fucking classic. Uh, Love that movie. Wherein, uh, if you go back and look at that movie, um, they never treat Rachel Weiss's character as... The princess or fra frail yes. thing. Yes, and Brendan Fraser's character, while very clearly a macho man's man, never treats her as some worthless delicate never, flower yeah. never treats her um, as an inferior yeah um and i think yeah, the I only time he, he really shows any kind of chauvinism is when he kisses her through the bars yes, yes. that's like the only time and she does not react well to that no rightly so because he right. does it to completely shock her and then yes. later on when she's like pondering over it is is hilarious. Yes. No, I absolutely so, love that movie. I actually saw yeah. a list uh, uh, today, I think it was, on Yahoo, the, the 50 greatest movies or 25 greatest action movies of all time. And I think The Mummy was in the top 10. I would agree. Yeah. And Die Hard, the first Die Hard was number one. Again. I would agree. I would as well. And so, I would also say Die Hard is the best Christmas movie of all time. So Yeah, yeah. That, that was actually mentioned as well. Be it Christmas yeah. or action movie, it is the top of the heap.
But uh, yeah, I, I agree. I would like this to be approachable. I would like it to be fun and lighthearted. Not so much a numbers D&D game, but a yeah. experienced D&D game. Yeah, this this needs to be something, you know, this is not this something you're taking. This needs to be taking. a macabre adventure. It's it needs to be style, more of that. More of that, less, less uh, critical role. I was going to say less adventure lead, but yeah, same thing holds. Tell a story, let the people play in our sandbox, and uh, do our best to make it fun. Yeah. That was why my initial response to you was like a mix of, uh, of various kind of action movies with old dudes. Because uh, it's like they're old and maybe they've lost a step, but they're still the badasses that they think they are. Until yeah. something proves them wrong or, or gives them uh, difficulty. And I think that should be part of the adventure as well. I think there should be something that they they realize they have to. This isn't something we face head on. This is something we have to work around. Which I think is a lesson for every PC to learn. Meeting obstacles head on isn't always the best idea. So we're gonna have a put in a couple of things that are just gonna to be too hard to beat face to face. No, just some things that are uh, thinking puzzles rather than hitting puzzles. Okay. You know, be it they, they try to figure a way out of it or a way around it to circumvent the okay we got to move this heavy thing over here no one has the strength to do that well how can we do this well there's some lumber over here maybe we can build a lever okay let's try that you know and roll intelligence or wisdom or whatever and they can get you know get together what they need assembled to overcome something they couldn't physically but you know the the pieces are there. The players would just have to actually identify them and and see them uh, for what they're there for. I'm not super smart at, at, at uh, doing much. No, I understand so. everything you're saying there. Um. Oh, Ray, I'm in the same place you are when it comes to creating a module. Um. Chad is the master of making all that shit come together in a way that is pretty and makes sense. Uh, mm -hmm. you, you, don't don't take this insulting. You and I are monkeys throwing shit at the wall. At times, yeah, not very much. I, I am more in the commenting on that shit. So yeah. I mean, that's, that's pretty much, I mean, that, that is a majority of what we do. It's a couple of us are monkeys throwing shit at the wall. Chad makes it look pretty. Uh, and that gives us an end product that everyone can ultimately be proud of. Uh, and it, it really, it just, it, it I mean, it, a lot of it is just, we throw a shitload of ideas out. Because uh, that's what we've done in the past hour and 10 minutes. It has been a constant barrage of ideas that has gotten us to a place where we are all, I think, comfortable with the direction this is heading. And it all started with 
kind of a silly piece of art. Yeah. Um, I'll take that. So do you want, uh, like, was somebody going to try and send that off and get feedback from yes. that person prior to being posed? Okay. I think our, I think our, so, I think our social media slash PR slash minister of disinformation is going to do that. So you, we, you would sure do that before be... Saturday? Right. I'm, I'm working on it right now. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Set I'm okay now, with, with uh, giving them a preview. Just in case. Yeah, yeah. I don't care if they, they see it before it is published. Uh, just give them that information that, hey, this is not uh, public yet. Uh, oh. is it death? Is it death by chair? Uh, uh, hold on, let me check because the uh, the show nope, account the show account follows her. Them. No nope, Mustang art. I believe there is no good yes. way to. Okay. Yep. I mean, they've they've created kind of a stir in the community, correct? Yes. Yes, I am. Anything where you try and do anything not the normal script creates. Well, I. I mean, I'm kind of ignorant to it, but I had no problem with it. So yeah. I don't want to really come off as like, hey, I'm doing this to support you. It's more like, hey, I heard what you did. Wait. It inspired uh, this. No. And uh, yeah, at Mustang Art, at Mustang's Art. Yes. The dislocating yes. GM. Yes. So I'm. God damn it. I oh fucking hate Twitter on a phone. Jack, that was a picture of your butthole. No, I was trying to copy the email address out of the uh, uh, their Twitter bio, and I can't, so I have to. Uh, okay. Yeah, I hate that. You can't. I wish you could copy text out of a. I've you tried didn't, that so many times. You didn't following actually, You didn't actually send pictures of my butthole, did you? No. I mean, I'm okay with that. Um, did he get his good side? When you're looking at that, Ray, every side is my good side. That's what I was going for. Okay, so... There we go. So now I've got the two in. Jesus, that took longer than I thought. So, okay, I'm going to work on crafting a message. Bye. Thank you. Yeah. So last night as I'm walking out of the office, uh, hold on, Brad, hold on. Let oh. me, uh, since we've, we've hit a point where it kind of makes sense, let me go ahead and kill the audio. Okay. Okay. So then we are no longer recording. We can shoot the shit like regular people.